Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. If I go down, this show could be next. So visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Thank you and mahalo. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your co-hosts, comedian, actor, etc. And we're here, of course, I with Marnie. you're racing through it now. Well, we have a lot of people to I know. introduce. So, yes, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So we don't even need to introduce ourselves. No, and today. Marnie's here, so forget yeah, about her. Exactly. But we have a huge panel today of excellent advice givers. Yes. Relationship experts. So I'm Otherwise known you, as experts. Right. So I'm going to let you introduce everybody and obviously them. Actually, I'm going to let them introduce themselves okay. because I think they're fantastic and they can do a better job than I can. But we have five experts with us and we've never done an expert panel before. Typically we have one expert or one comedian. Um, one idiot. One idiot. One, idiot, exactly, idiot. one moron. Yeah. And then two whores. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that, just joking, we're not whores. Um, but yeah, so we have five experts with us today who are fantastic and wonderful who I've I've known uh, for pretty much a, a very long time, actually, um, and who I trust to give you the best advice possible. So let's go to Marnie first. The, the other, other Marnie. Also known as the other exactly. Marnie. Hello, ladies. Hi. <laughs> so so hello, men. Uh, so I'm Marnie Batista with Dating with Dignity. And what I do is I help women who date the same guy over and over again with a different face and get a bad result to sort of stop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and find someone amazing that. to love, right? So they're looking looking for men like you and my best advice for you men who are listening is it's not rocket science you have to be 10% better than 90% of the men out there and you will be a standout knockout to the quality woman so just a little nuance here and there and you got it I love that and next is Adam my name is Adam Lyons. I am the. Oh, we just another guy just joined us. Uh, sorry, my Mr. Wygant walking in yeah. late. Hey, David. Hey, um, Wygant should be on time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mark, Fresh Lab. All of Marnie's emails go to my spam. He's saying Marnie's emails go to a spam because he's a liar. Okay, there. we got it. <laughs> anyway. Batista gets emails through Seltzer, gets emails through. Alan gets emails through. There you go. So it's something's wrong with your you. e- emails. <laughs> okay, we're doing intros. Let's go to Adam. So my name is Adam Lyons. I, uh, <laughs> I give out daily advice on my YouTube channel, which can be found at thedatingcoach.com. And I was on it. It's a very good channel. Thank you. And he has yeah. a great audience. Yeah, they're, they're you know, really great guys. It's a great audience. And one of the things that I love about it is um, everything I teach comes from the basis of real psychology. If I can't find an actual study that reinforces something or some experiment that has been done where we've seen 
in positive proof that this technique works, then it's basically something that I won't teach. Um, I train thousands of students, myself in person, all across the world, everywhere from Australia to Korea through yeah. to all over the United States. Amazing. And um, yeah, been doing it for a while now. So. Amazing. And next is Kim. Hello, I'm Kimberly Seltzer. And Who actually I you've am, heard of before because she was on the show. I was. Yes. And that was super fun. Super so fun. I'm, you excellent. were talking about single moms and dating and other things as well. But, right, right. But yeah. And I'm a dating and makeover expert. Yes. So I um, come from kind of an inside-out approach, and I used to be a therapist. So I draw upon that to really, it's, you know, it's not just about feeling good, but looking good as well because it goes hand in hand. And I guess my advice comes from Coco Chanel, who I love, <laughs> of course. I love that. And she she says, dress poorly and people will notice your clothes. Dress well and people will notice you. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes, I love I'll notice that. your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Right, and next is Carol. Hi, I'm Hi. Carol Allen with Love is in the Stars, and I'm a love coach and a Vedic astrologer, and uh, lots of men out there know that women are often cuckoo for astrology, yes. so... Uh, my little tip for them would be to act like you're into it and ask her her sign and then tell her something fabulous about it, even if you're making it up. I thought you were going to say they're cuckoo if they're into astrology. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I got <laughs> they're cuckoo for astrology because they're geniuses. Yes. <laughs> and David, of course, who's been yes, on our show who everybody before. should know because he's been on the show enough times. David Wygant. Yes. He's David sitting Wygant. in a short chair because he's being Dot punished for being late. I'm in a short late. chair. I am now a midget. Um <laughs> All my stuff comes from a lifetime of experience seducing, chasing women since I was obsessed with them since I was seven years old, living with them, like ridiculous. The movie about last night that just came out again, yeah. that was like my dream to go live with a girl when I was 23 Sandwich years old. night. Sandwich night, exactly. Oh my every, God, I wanted every, sandwich night. Every damn marriage I've had, <laughs> right? everyone I've ever lived with and so forth. And like Adam, we both teach the same thing. It's just external. It's just, it's confidence. Yep. It's like being a real man. Did you guys see uh, today that story of that woman who's sitting next to a guy in first class on uh, American Airlines? No, what? And the guy was too much of a pussy to ask her out. So then she, of course, didn't give, give up her number. So she got on Twitter and decided to tweet in order to go find this guy because this guy didn't step up to the plate. And then through social media, he didn't really find out. But through a friend, he found out that she was looking and supposedly then they're dating. And it comes down to, as Adam and I would always talk about, wake up, guys. Stop being such pussies. Yeah. A woman You're sitting next to you in the class. airplane in first class. That's she, she's you. talking to you. <laughs> she wants you already. Oh, that's the 10% that's the nuance. Like, hey, yeah, that's all, all you, you have need. to do, like, ask her out, duh. Absolutely. That's interesting that she was still interested in him, even though he pussied out. I tweeted her, by the way. That's video. Oh, absolutely. I just said, good for you to, good for absolutely. you as a woman to go take it in control. Yes. But bad for all, and I wrote about it, but bad for all the men. It just shows that all the men are just such pussies. It's like, yeah. Adam, a dream would be sitting in first class and having a beautiful woman sitting next to us, right? Oh, yeah. I usually get the smelly guy with the bad breath who's like some <laughs> corporate executive, okay, but I never get the hot, sexy, woman. Yeah, but you're in first woman. class. Bring your standards down a little bit. You've already to, made it. You don't need the hot yeah. lady. I used to change I used to change my seat. What I'd do is uh, when I'm in the lounge, I'd try and find a girl that was sitting by her own, go and sit next to her, strike up a conversation. And they'd be like, you know what? They've probably stuck me in like some terrible seat next to some fat guy. One minute, I'm going to change my seat and sit next to you. And then I'll take oh, her, like move that. her up and then switch it around so I would guarantee that. 
I'm sitting next to the hot girl. I, I don't, I don't even get the hot girl on my plane. <laughs> <laughs> there's Ever. Only, there's only just, ugly people on your plane? I have ugly people on my plane. Every and, and I get celebrities on my plane because when I fly American to New York, I'll get the celebrity plane. But it's like they – the one time – and this is really funny. The one time there was an absolutely beautiful woman. She was in uh, she was in JFK and I was like, oh, she's mine. I'm in business class. There's no way she is before me, right? There's right. no way she's first class, right, at all, right? I'm seeing the way she's dressed. She's just great. I sit in business class. I sit in my pot and I'm just waiting for her to pass by to wave, smile, start the interaction. And all of a sudden I look and she gets into first class and sits in the first row seats. And I think to myself, that is my luck in the air. Uh-huh. Now I know next time I'm just going to – Tweet American Airlines say, exactly. hey, I was in pod 10C and you were in pod 1A. I didn't have the balls to cross the pod line because now they don't let you cross the pod line I know. at all. Like it's American not even second. I, there's a bigger question this whole thing. Why yeah. are you in first class? <laughs> yes. Are you making enough money in this career? Because really, he's really tall. Yeah. You really are? Yeah. Oh, my God. I need to get into this, you guys. What do you think? I was doing this just because it's free? Well, I, I know it's not free, free advice. but I didn't like, know Let's be poor, class. okay? Let's go hang out. He's also he's, like Bruce Silverman. He's a schmoozer. He knows how to work his yeah, way up to better positions. I just flew I've back got, yesterday. I, I, don't pay, I don't pay for business. I could pay for business if I chose to pay for business, okay? But I know the system to work okay. to pay for business. So I basically work business in a certain way. But I'm not going to divulge it because people here want to learn about dating advice. They don't want to learn about David Wygant's system of how to get upgraded. That's, actually, if, that's uh, why I'm I, here. Actually, if you want to find beautiful people on planes, the key is the Los Angeles to Las Vegas flight Friday to Sunday uh, because what you'll find is the hot girls will leave on Friday they work Vegas there. for the weekend because they work there yes. in the clubs to make their extra money on the weekend and then come back on the Monday. Um, so yeah, if you, if you want a really cheap commute flight to LA to Vegas over the weekend. And a really cheap girl. I was, was going to say actually, that. Actually, yeah. I didn't want to make an assumption. Actually, they're not actually, cheap. They're not cheap at all. No. They're going to be some of the most expensive girls because they can afford to pay for their own things. And a very expensive <laughs> disease. Like cheap girl, expensive disease. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, the right. higher class girls may have the diseases because they've had to spread more often to go get the money. So it what all is depends. Going on here? <laughs> anyway. anyway. Okay, so we're going to start with Analyze This because I brought you guys here. <laughs> Good segue. You are, yes, I know. Just like a hurried segue to make it happen. But I brought you guys here because you are all experts in your own area. And we all have similar fields, obviously, and similar clients that we work with. But you are going to be able to give your expert take on these questions that we get from our listeners. So are you ready to analyze this? So ready. Yes? yes ma'am. Okay, Hi cool. There. So the first question is, how can you tell the difference between when a woman is testing you and when she just isn't feeling you? I get very confused with, with women who are testing. Women are so confusing. True, San. So his his main question is, what's the difference between testing and when she's not feeling wait, wait, it? What's wait, testing? Wait, wait, wait. we got to clarify something, okay, because this is is the pussification of men. Okay, men don't talk in I'm feeling when a woman is feeling me. It's like, what is this? These mama's boys running around with the feeling. Testing, it's like you're a man, you need to claim that woman. It's like almost like as Adam, we know, it's like if a man comes to us and says, how come she's not feeling me? It's like... I think it's the response that the women give. Yeah, I, where- I, I, I actually, sorry, I, I agree with David on this, but the, it, in, in the same lines... What difference does it make? <laughs> you know, know, whether she doesn't like you or whether she's or whether she's testing you. The point is, what are you going to do about do, it? Yeah, she's doing an action that is basically proving that she's not interested in you. So you have to step up to play, exactly like David's saying. Stop being a pussy and step up to the plate. Well, I actually testing. think sometimes when women are testing, depending on what a man defines as testing, yeah, what's testing? That means that she's actually into him. So it can, it can it can be a broad spectrum, right? So a lot of guys are like, oh, I text this girl and she doesn't text 
me back? Is she testing me? That's not a test. That's when she's not feeling you. Other guys say, okay, I go up to a girl and she makes it hard for me to engage her where she banters back with me. She's giving a sarcastic comment. That I feel is considered testing because you're not just giving yourself to a man. So I think a lot of guys get confused on what's considered a test and when they should continue to pursue and then when a woman isn't feeling. So it's like being aloof. Yes. Versus being not interesting. And I feel like women are really clear. If they're not into you, they're going to look at their shoes, need to go change a tampon and leave. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? And if she's interested, you know, Kim's, you know, really, we teach our clients, right? You know, they're leaning in, they might be doing the banter or, or being um, playful and making yeah. it hard. Or sarcastic. Or sarcastic. We play this so guys will actually know this because I think this will Well, they can't see the body well, language. Love, but they, can, they can hear. They can hear. As, as the astrologer, I would love to just interject just a little yes. bit to say that every woman is different and we all have different personality types. When I met my husband, I looked at my shoes and I went to change a tampon. Okay? <laughs> so You're some really? of us... I definitely looked at my shoes. Right. I don't remember the tampon, <laughs> tampon part. Tampon changing thing. What shoes were you wearing? You take me. Are you going to leave me here or are you going to change your tampon? I, I yeah. think <laughs> what men have to decide isn't what's the woman doing. Just like you guys were saying, it's what do they want. Yes. Right. So men, what do you want? And if you really feel a powerful connection, reject the woman's rejection. If you think she's rejecting you, override it, overrule it, do something cute. But I think women are more emotional the more into you they are. And and that when women are freaking out, it's because they care. I used to show up at my husband's door at two in the morning, freaking out and crying, and he'd be like, "I'm sorry, what?" Like he would have no idea. I'm same with me. What was the matter with me? Right. So yeah. if a woman's never emotional with you, that's a problem. She's I, I think a sh- that's a really good point. I had a client actually who uh, this guy really pursued her, and she kept rebuffing him, not being aloof, but just saying, "I don't think we're a match." And he responded by saying, "Let me decide that. You know, give Ooh, this like thing that. a." Ch- yeah, so they just got engaged. And he really? was the only guy. She was a very strong, powerful woman. And he's the only one who just said, I'm not playing that game. I like you. We have a like, good time together. You know, let's go out again. I did that I like to my that. husband for five months. I was yeah. like, eh, we're just supposed to be friends. Nah, I'm not feeling it. He but, was like, you're scared. You're funny. And he totally wore me down. But the I guy pursued. You. The guy he did not. Me. The guy yes. was not. Um, handled The P yeah. word. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just say One something more. really quickly. Yes. Do you? Testing. <laughs> I do. Okay. You don't even have to be quick. test you, David. Yeah, go ahead. Because sometimes women test to feel. And there's a difference also between testing and teasing. And I tell women all the time, you know, women want to know that men, you can handle them. And so they'll throw out a bone to see if you will fetch it. And if you can't and you're not man enough to fetch, goodbye. And she'll leave. And so I always say, you know, kind of like what David's saying, you know, man up. If she's teasing you, that's awesome. Yeah. Go for it, you know? And um, that's also what creates sexual tension and brings it to the next level. Oh, absolutely. You know, here's the thing that, you know, thinking about all of this, guys often overcomplicate this. Like, he's got this thing like, you know, they're so confusing. It's like, dude, just just take a moment. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about trying to develop psychic skills or trying to actually predict what somebody is or isn't thinking. You know, it comes right back to that simple thing of, at the end of the day, whatever the reason is going in her head, maybe she's consciously testing you. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's had a bad day. Maybe she's just a a comic and just likes being funny. Whatever the situation is, here's here's the the way you have to deal with it. The way you've got to deal with it is, if you like this girl, if you think you want to make something happen stop being a pussy stop talking to her perfect all right question number two let me add something because that's really important i always tell state your intentions as a man if a woman walks away from you look at her directly and go wait where are you going i'm not done flirting with you yet 
I'm not done with you yet. Get back here. I want to talk to you some more. It's like state your intentions. Be These guys are so afraid to be a man. They're looking for so many clues. It's like, what are the clues? What are the clues? What are well, because the they don't want to get rejected. So if that happens rejection. and she's rejection not into you, right, she's going to walk away, and then at least you tried. So what? Move rejection. on. There's plenty of women. There's Absolutely. No rejection. rejection are wimps. Go ahead. Okay, question number two. Good answer, though. Good answers, all of you. So thank, thank you. Thanks, and, teacher. And thanks, for not talk, <laughs> thanks for not talking over each other. You guys are really good. You're all obviously pros. How do I approach a woman without making her feel intimidated and more open to a conversation? I would like to make women feel comfortable when I first approach and talk to them. I'm hoping to find a good way to start a relationship with someone I feel attracted to. Average Joe. So how do you start a conversation, make a woman comfortable while still attracting her? Get into her mindset. What is she doing? Relate to what she's doing in that moment. If you don't relate to what she's doing. So what does that look like? It's easy. Let's say she's in line at the market and she's got some funky cereal that you just had for breakfast. You can look at her and go, that's my favorite, man. How long have you been eating that for? Relate to what she's doing. But don't say man. Yeah, no, no say man. Dude. I speak on behalf of the women. Don't say dude or man. But relate to her world. If, you know, look at her emotions on her face. If she's looking back and forth at the muffins at Starbucks, darting back and forth, go, which one do you want? Relate to where she is. These guys break these women out of their spell and come up with something stupid. I just say hello, you know, and smile. You're really good at that. I think the way I've read you saying it is look at the context of the environment. Pick something that you can banter about. Zero in on it and start a conversation. Yeah. So that and way, listen, you, right? Yeah, listen, and you can meet someone anywhere because there's we're all in the surrounding. And talk, even talk about the weather if you've got this it. Is, this yeah, is why I nice. love David. Like literally, everything David says, I'm always like, I was about to say exactly the same thing. <laughs> like, or, or David, like, Adam's totally thinking the same thing. I'm like, I am thinking the same thing. Um, I, I actually I started explaining it to my to the students that I work with. An easy way to think about this is. Everyone's got that inner voice inside their head. And that inner voice is almost always being negative, saying bad things about things all the time. Um, and, you know, the, you know, it comes from the id, the ego, and the superego. We won't get too into it right now. But the point is that there's a lot of conflict going on in that head. When you go up and you start talking to that girl, if it's not relating to what her head is already thinking, the brain's annoyed. And it's like, you know, that little voice is like, this guy's just trying to hit on you. We've got a really important problem to solve here. We need to know which muffin we've got to pick. So this guy needs to go away right now because this muffin problem has to be solved. And he's obviously just trying to sleep with us. Because he's already picked his muffin. Right. What you said is so important. You said because he's obviously just trying to sleep with us. I think so many women, they have their guard up and that your, your reader, your writer person is really wanting to make her like see like I really want to connect with you yeah. I don't just want to sleep with you so I think that's an important thing yeah. to understand exactly and then on, on when you when you go in and instead you talk directly to the inner voice I don't try and talk to the girl I try and speak to that inner voice so I try and think what problem is her inner voice having where is that doubt coming from and I'm going to help the inner voice I'm going to aid it in whatever the problem is and then so when can I, you give me an example so for example yeah, so she's I'll, thinking he just wants to sleep with me do you just say I don't want to sleep with you no actually, actually <laughs> no I want to sleep with the muffin from, I'll stop it before that happening so a good a good example is um there was a, a girl the other day in a nightclub. One of my students was next to her. And the student's like, I don't know what to say. And I said, well, look at her face. And he goes, well, what? I was like, she's standing alone. She's not looking at her phone. She's looking down at her shoes and she's fidgeting and shifting her weight from one side of the, one, one foot to the other. She has to change her tampon. Like, I, like, yeah. I was like, this is a girl, her feet are tired. Ew. She doesn't have any of her friends with her. So they've probably all ditched her because they're going off and talking to other guys right now. Um, she's not looking at her phone. So this isn't just boredom. This is actually like almost like a depression, tiredness. Hmm. She wants to go home. No, I feel sad for her. Right, exactly. So, so the key there is you, you start thinking, you start relating. What is her inner head thinking? Her inner head is thinking, maybe she just get out of here. Where do I want to be? I want to be at home. So at that point, I would walk straight up to that guy and be like, you know what, sometimes don't you just rather be at home rather than staying in a place like this? Mm -hmm. And the inner voice instantly just says, yes. 
He it's gets not, see, me. See, you're, tra- oh you're training them what I do, too. It's like listen to their inner head and forget about their inner head. Yes. Because all the guys are always talking about their inner head, and it's so easy. It's like, And men don't realize that, that women talk to their inner head nonstop, too. I mean, it's you saw yesterday, yesterday I talked to one up to a group of women. One of them had beautiful eyes. I just walked over and go, my God, your eyes are ridiculous. You know, I told her exactly why, right? And I saw her light up, right? But then I watched her friends in her head. Oh, she always gets hits on, and I don't, right? And I thought immediately I said to myself, this is going to go down really bad in the next 30 to 45 seconds, right? Because I, because she's going to feel her friend's energies, right? And I picked up and I even looked at her friend and I go, but your eyes are beautiful too. And all of a sudden, it's like it changed everything. It's like, look at what's around you. We're, in, we're natural, intuitive creatures, okay? We are naturally intuitive. If you look at a child, a three-year-old kid will walk up to you and go, hey, mister, man, you got some booger in your nose, right? You know, and they know how to get into your mindset. It's like, but people have taught themselves, and Adam and all you guys know, they listen to their own negative crap yeah. all day, and you can't. You have to just literally pick someone else's feelings and go for it. I, I want to actually address the, the question because I thought it was so interesting. He's asking about feeling intimidated, and I just, like, is he intimidated? Because when a guy is intimidated, he's asking if the woman is, but I'm just wondering if he's feeling that or is. if he yeah. is anxious. Because if if you are anxious or if you're intimidated, guess what? She's going to be too. Well, that's that mindset of, like, I hope I'm not bothering you. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of guys get worried about either coming across, across as creepy, a rapist, whatever it is that the negative associations women have with men. He's afraid of that. But most likely, if he's putting that word intimidated in, he probably is feeling his own emotions. Exactly. Rather so than feeling hers. I mean, I, I guess that's where I would start with this particular guy is like what what about that is intimidating like what does that mean for him and then kind of moving on to what you guys are saying it's coming from a place from authenticity it it's like david you took the words again right out of my mouth too only because we've worked together for so long it's not a surprise (laughs) um it's the kid thing you know kids they see each other it they don't have any filter they they want something they go after it they're curious about something it's it's no different when you're approaching um, a woman, if you're curious about it and you're coming from a place from authenticity, then she's gonna she's gonna respond, and it's gonna be a good. Well, I, I think people in general do that. So I was at the gym this morning. I was in spin, and I was you know. You were where? When? At Equinox, where How we go I to the gym you? together. I went earlier because I knew what that time? I was coming here. Uh, I got I got in there like nine. I, I think. was there. Oh really? Maybe I did see you. <laughs> Anyway, separate from that, yes. you're not Look the guy at that. I picked now, up. If I was an insecure guy, I'd feel like all like tweaked. It's like, oh my god, I flirted with you the other day. You didn't, you flirted back with me, and now you ignored me. And now like, you're talking oh, about me on a radio show. I'm exactly. Rejected. But so I was in my spin class, and I, I was working my conversation muscle. I was talking to other people in the class, and suddenly this guy came and sat down beside me, who was super cute, who I recognized from a TV show that I watched, who I wasn't sure if he actually was from a TV show because you know, living in Los Angeles, you're like, do I know you from the ice cream shop and you're behind the counter, or are you like a huge celebrity? <laughs> you have no. No idea. I no so idea. I said to him, I was like, are you on TV? You look so familiar. And he's like, oh, yes, I am. I'm on the originals. And I was like, oh, I love that show. And I just started talking to him because I didn't care about getting anything from him. I was just making an observation. I was being open. That's and what's I awesome about requiring. being married, I got to tell you. Yeah. I love <laughs> I talk to men all the time. I'm more of a flirt now. Because oh, you too. have like this shield of protection. It's awesome. Yeah. See, but- Money, I think your perfect line isn't actually the one you went with. And this is what I tell my students all the time. The best line you could have used was, hey, you know what's really funny? I've been looking at you for a while, and I'm convinced I know you from somewhere. And the problem in LA, and I would have literally just used your internal dialect to create the opening line. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. And I, I said that part after. Okay, perfect. Yeah, but I, yes. Yeah, I try and get all my students to do that. If you say exactly what you're thinking, it's usually the best line. It, yeah. It's usually the Just exact Just spit it out of your mouth. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I think people should write that down and remember it. Thank you. Yeah, but that's what it's all about. But that's what it's all about. Your first, your first thought is your best thought because that's the only one that you really had. The rest of it, you're going to own those words. That's your authoritative thought well, inside your brain. Well, because you try and tweak it afterwards and perfect it, but it's actually perfect in the original setting that you would place it in yeah, whatever the, you're saying in your basically head. Basically, trust the id because it knows what it wants. And then exactly. after that, the ego and the superego and start regulating it and changing it and destroying it. And, and then Adam knows. Adam knows from teaching boot camps like me. It's like we will go up and talk to a woman and we'll come back to the guys. What did you say? I said, man, I said, I thought you were hot and I wanted to go talk to you. They go, you were able to do that? And then another thing will be like, well, what did you, you say to her? You and it's her? like, I walked over and said, you're, you got a great routine at the gym right now. You know, it's like, I'm really impressed. That worked for you? It's like, what works is because our first thought, and this is what goes back to, as everybody knows when you have children, their first, your first thought is your natural instinct, but we've been berated not to think anymore. We've been berated to overthink. I mean, I have an email right here, sitting here from a woman who's like, before I contacted you, this other dating expert said this, and then I just decided everybody is it's paralysis by analysis people can't even make a decision anymore they have to google it non-stop well and i gotta tell you the more beautiful a woman is i hear from beautiful women all the time that nobody ever comes up to them and nobody ever compliments them because men think oh i won't have a chance with her oh i'll I'll just totally be shot down what am i kidding and then they they overlook her and go to the less attractive woman next to her. And so, you know, raise your standards, guys. Go for it because those women are starving. Can we give this guy, like, so you make the approach, right? And then what do you, I feel like guys are always wanting to know what step do you by talk step, what about, do do? right? Like, what do you talk about? So I always feel like women, first of all, feel like men aren't really interested in them. They just they want to achieve someone, right? So I would say listen and sort of create a conversation or share what you really care about. Like, create rapport by being... By, but by talking, but Marnie, right? do you know yeah. do you know why the guys don't listen? It's because they're so nervous. Okay? Yeah, that they're they, trying to figure that out that they got in, they got over their approaching to them. They just delivered themselves there. They're so happy that they're standing there at this moment but right so, now. But generally, so they can't so believe the that woman. they've actually yes. done it. There is there's a limit. So I spoke at a fraternity, which is I, I'm fascinated that this stuff starts when you're like 19 yeah. and oh, these earlier. Guys, yeah earlier. but these guys were like so we have this fraternity party and these girls come in and like they're standing in a circle and we don't know how to break the circle and we just wanted to have a in the end whether they go home with us or we really want people to come into our house and have a good time yeah. and i think that that's really the a, a real serious nice guy he just wants to make her feel comfortable so that she has a nice time so how, i would love to know what you guys think like what else can this guy say after he makes the approach Listen. They don't listen. It's not even. It's the words. The the words that you say. That's what a conversation is. That's what I tell guys all the time. They're not fucking aliens. It's like they're human beings. Talk to them as you talk to any other human being. Yeah. Respond to the words. Yeah. That's the problem with the men. They don't respond to the words. Because my husband was a big man slut. He was an actor and a musician, and he was super cute. Okay, in his twenties. He still is cute. He's very cute. Thank you very much. And he, um, you know, he got into the triple digits. You know, like like a good man should. (laughs) Triple digits. I said to him, and you know. I finally said to him after knowing him like 15 years, so what was your move? Like, what was your, what did you do exactly? And he said, honestly, I would just listen. I would just get them to talk about what mattered to them, what they were excited about. I actually cared. I actually focused on them and made them feel like I was paying attention. And and then you add on. They're going to give you all the information. I want to get on to question three. Okay, go. Because I knew this was going to go, but we're only going to get four questions answered. Um, Actually, Art, I'll ask you, how much time do we have until the break? Four minutes. Perfect. Okay, so question three. How come my girlfriend gets mad when I disagree with her and wants to break up with me, but she loses attraction when I agree with her. Get a new girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> it's like seriously, yeah. like really. No, wait, you, wait, wait. Hang on, wait. This, this is this is a classic mistake that we're making. I see this with my students all the mm-hmm. time. Yes, it is. The question is, what is she getting mad about that he's disagreeing with? Mm-hmm. Because that actually speaks volumes. Yes. Because if he's just disagreeing with like what her choice is for breakfast, then yeah, that's totally understood why she'd get mad about that because he's kind of trying to control her. And then if he just agrees with her and he's just passive the rest of the time, then yes, that would lose attraction. And and guys, you know, they, they fixate on certain details, like what are the exact words I should be saying? But then when it comes down to things that are actually really important, they generalize. And I find that when they're generalizing is when you need to get specific. I had a student ask me uh, literally three days ago. So Adam, after I proposed, my, my girl refused to speak to me ever again. And he goes, I don't know what I did wrong. How do I get talking to her again? And I started thinking about different ways. I was like, I want to ask you a very serious question. He said, okay. I was like, were you dating before you proposed? And he says, well, well no. I was like, right, well, there's the problem. And so sometimes you do have to read into the question. So actually, I would actually say to a student at this point, I won't answer that question until I know what the problem is. Right. Until Sounds like two know. egos clashing too. Mm-hmm. You know, and not it really could, listening to be, each other. Well, right. There's so many things. Well, no, I, I hear it the same way that Adam hears it because I hear that there, there's something that says he's not understanding me. You're, you're disagreeing for something I really care about or you're not open to a conversation and you're closed off and you're judging me and some, probably how she's feeling. I don't know if it's actually happening. And then you're just being agreeable on other things that are really important to me and being passive. No, but Marty, and, even, even deeper, love language. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like they don't even understand each other's love language. So they're already – it's not what you're disagreeing about. The only reason why a relationship is frustrating is because you're not filling each other's love language. You're not fulfilling each other's needs, wants, and desires. So then when conflict comes up, that's your opportunity to go and go off on that person. And it's never about what the conflict is. It's always about what you're not getting met Yes, and, and, and for sure. For, for and when you're scenarios. astrologically compatible, yes, exactly. these yeah. things just naturally flow. Exactly. <laughs> no, but for, for this question, I think it, it, it comes down to communication so that you can understand where she's coming from. Just say, you know, last time that we talked about X, Y, and Z, and I, I disagreed with you, can you let me know what I did wrong? Because you got upset, and I, 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 want, I really care. I want to know why you're bothered by this and what we can do to make this situation better so that you give each other rules. Because as you were saying, even with love language or, or or just like combining two people together, you have to understand another human being. I'm going to work very differently from all of you and vice versa. We're going to have different understandings of who we are, how we answer questions, how we respond to things. Well, how we interpret. And how what, we interpret. But how we interpret the, the situation. Yeah. So, and the other thing is, I think in arguments with couples, we have a tendency to need to be right. Yeah. So we stop hearing what it even is and we're just so attached to being right about this is the way to go or this, you should Absolutely. get your ticket now that we we forget trying to solve the problem. Well, and you yeah. know, I wasn't actually kidding when I said if you're astrologically compatible yeah, no, right? because I do this technique that's been used for centuries to arrange marriages. It's from India. It's way beyond like, hey, Aquarius, you're good with Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. It's so complicated and deep. And, and one of the things it shows is things like, can you agree? Can you have fundamental affinity do you get each other is there a foundation of friendship can you communicate and so people will say to me i've never been so angry all the time with someone i've never been so sensitive all the time with someone i've never been so insecure all the time with someone and that'll be literally in in their connection or disconnection and so what i want to say to the men listening is listen if you have a woman that every time you try there's some misfire 
even if she's awesome, there's something off between you. You're yeah. literally like oil and water because there's you, there's her, but then there's the system of the relationship that has its own frequency that's greater than the sum of its parts. And sometimes you're just working way too hard and it's never going to work. It's just not a match. I, I have testimonial for Carol. She always, I'm not allowed to have a relationship until I like email. I you email her. Her. Literally, I will email her and she will, you know, she has nailed my last two relationships so perfect. Really? It's a, and she told oh, me exactly. She said they're crazy Exactly why I would get frustrated in both of them, and she was a hundred percent right. Oh, yeah, so yeah, and yeah. she helped me and my fiance get back together because she told me that we had that fundamental thing, and that the other stuff wasn't important. So really, what's your and what's your website? Yeah. How can I find out more about Love you? Loveisinthestars.com. So yeah. men send all your women to me. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, we we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come back and do more analyze this. But you guys have been fantastic. Um, what else do we have to say before the break? Nothing. Just come back and listen. Hey guys, it's Marty. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know when you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. True Car certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor your savings. True Car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple. Just print out your certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better hassle free buying experience. True Car has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at truecar.com. Have you ever been conned by a contractor? I'm Adam Carolla. Before I was a beloved celebrity, I used to work construction. I worked as a master carpenter. I got a new show on Spike called Catch a Contractor where we help families who've been screwed by crappy contractors. My team and I track down these dirt bags and bring them back to face the families they shafted to finish the job right. Time to hammer home some justice, baby. Catch a contractor. New episode Sunday at 10, 9 central on Spike. You're listening to the Ask Women podcast, a podcast one presentation. Whatever. Welcome back to the Ask Women podcast. I'm chewing as I'm trying to introduce everybody. I'm more back. We're doing Analyze This. We're with five amazing experts, and we have more questions. Okay. As soon as she finishes. As soon as she finishes. You're hungry? And you, I have you haven't, eaten like, 20, you haven't eaten like 20 minutes. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. I have a couple of questions about facial gestures, mainly eye contact. What should I do with my eyes during a conversation? With a woman, I want to be interested in me. Oh, People God. only go oh. over gazing from across a room or a bar, but um, they don't 
go over what to do in conversation. So what's the best approach oh, for, okay. a, Can I say this? for your eye contact? Watch, what is it? Uh, Christina Vicky Barcelona, right? What's the name of that movie? The, the Woody Allen movie, right? Yeah. Oh, Javier, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Javier, Javier Bardem walks oh, over to Scarlett scene. Johansson and the website. other one, right? And has full-on eye contact and basically propositions them to go away to Oviato for the weekend and have great sex and never ever wavers eye contact. He's like, we'll make I don't love. understand. We'll what go on a plane. Eye contact. Yeah, we'll go on a plane. We'll have great yeah. eye contact is the most Do beautiful quiet. thing in the world. <laughs> and eye contact is, to me... Keep it. I mean, when I when I walk over to a woman, I'm like, first off, it's like I own you. You're mine. I'm gonna go stare at you, and we're gonna have this eye contact game, and I'm not gonna look at my feet. But I watch these guys; they're looking down at the ground, and it's a known fact. And Adam knows this too. It's like whenever a man looks up and above, it's like it says that he's lying or trying to create a story. It's like eye contact. It's a trust thing that you're building. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, eye contact is something that I think we lack in this culture. We're so afraid to look at one another, and it's such a turn-on. Watch any romantic comedy, and the eye contact's right there. Women are just going, oh, you know, they're like fawning. That's what gives us butterflies. Like, yes. if there's chemistry, and you actually hold her gaze in a conversation for a second, for me, that's just the, like... And I think that happens I for like women. I like that noise. Do it again. <gasps> yeah. But what about some guys, guys, to, to really Unless understand creeper, eye contact? Because like... there, I could look at you like this, and yeah. I'm making like my eyes pop out of my head, and I'm very intense, and I'm focused on you, yes. which I'm sure doesn't feel very nice, even though right, you know but, me. But also, what people can't see is your eyebrows are up, your brow is furred, which is very different. You're from smiling. Just like right. So looking, what's, what's right. the advice to give to them on how to soften with smile. your eyes? Yes. yes smile. smile. And, and those guys who get all in their head, they don't know what to say, then just look at her. I actually and you have us. I want to hear what Adam has yeah. to say because I know that there's like a method for breaking away in eye contact. Yeah, I as actually well. have a, um, a specific program called the Signs of Attraction. Oh, cool! And through that, uh, it's based on a study that was done by Moore in 1985, where they analyzed uh, 200 females in singles bars and they identified 52 different behaviors. Specifically, the ones that are relating that, that we're going to care about are things known as the three glances. Mm -hmm. um, and they noticed there were three distinct eye patterns of movement that women would do when they were interested in somebody. The first one was just classified as a, as a, a type one glance. Type 1 glance is the girl is not focused on looking at her friends. Instead, she's looking around the bar. Now, she's not looking at any particular guy. She's just looking around in general. And what this basically is saying is that she's losing interest with the people that she's talking to or is more interested in meeting somebody else but hasn't decided who yet. In that situation, she hasn't decided she wants you to date her specifically, but she wants somebody to approach. So you should approach. Glance 2 is a similar kind of thing, except she'll occasionally lock eye contact with you. Often it'll be accompanied with a very brief smile, but not always. In a type 2 glance, she's essentially saying, I'm interested in people, you caught my eye. Maybe not necessarily, but possibly you. Either way, the response should be to go over and approach her because she's looking. Finally, the type 3 glance, which is the one that most people talk about, which is where you get direct eye contact, held, sustained, with a smile. That's an invitation for approach. In fact, most psychologists would agree that that is the equivalent of a female walking up to you and saying, hey, you should hit me. Uh, you should hit, you me. Should hit you should, me. You should punch yeah, me in the face. You should, hit, you should hit on me. You should try and pick me up. Um, and that is literally the equivalent of a female opening line. And in fact, if you approach a woman and have not received either either one of those three glances, then your success rate is dramatically decreased no okay. matter what you say. I okay. Well, and I'm a, I'm a research girl too. I love that Adam backs everything up with data. So 80% of relationships are started by the woman initiating, mm -hmm. initiating, sending a signal mm -hmm. in some way. So I agree. Yes, Guys, Abby, look I for the, the woman who's sending yeah. it. Yeah, but, but, but let's flip it. The wait, question but, but is about of, what but, he should do with his eye contact. But so. here's something, here's something that's important. A lot of guys will hear this and go, we just confirmed a lot of their fears, okay? Yeah. And to me, it's like I love everything that you said and I agree 
agree with it, okay? For somebody like you and I who are very perceptive, okay, it's game on. So we walk on and we're like being playful. And to me, a woman wants to experience a man. It's like they don't want to be open. They want to be experienced. They want to feel. They want to have some type of emotion thing. And, and the fact of the matter is there's nothing more powerful than not looking for anything. And you making that determination as a man, you are mine. And just, you know, I mean, I will open up a woman who doesn't even look at me and start talking to her. Yeah, I always and say, I, the like only just, sign you need is the one in your head saying, exactly, I want her. Exactly, because right. otherwise yeah. we, we overanalyze things so much. And sure. that, and number three, and you know number three, number three takes a very secure, mm-hmm. playful, sexual woman. woman who's Married. looking for her equal, <laughs> right? <laughs> who's <laughs> looking for her equal, and she's only going to accept her equal. So you or I see that, and we're like, it's on. Oh, it <laughs> but is let's like, let's talk more about on. his question because the question is, yeah. what does he do? So those are great things to say, like what a woman's eye contact is doing. Sure. I but think what he does he look, do? He should look at her. Look at her I remember like I said, when yeah. I first saw my fiance, and I did the but little. He's talking glance. about in conversation. Yeah, so he I said, did the little glance thing, and then he held my eyes, and then I was like, this is like awkward, but I kept looking, and then he kept looking at me. He's like, hi. I'm Jeremy. Nice to meet you. Right? And he kept looking at me. And then it wasn't awkward. And then you're, then it, when you feel rapport, you get out of your head and you stop thinking, where should my eyeballs focus right now? Yeah. Well, right? I can say as a woman, for me, to keep me intrigued and engaged, yes, it's wonderful to have great eye contact. But when a man breaks the eye contact and looks away, whether he's like scouring the room, I don't want him like checking out other girls and watching him watch her walk. But when he looks away and breaks eye contact with me, that's when I'm like, okay, I have to step up my game. It, it makes me want him more. If, if he's totally into, and this is for younger girls as well, maybe not yeah. for older women, um, but like... I, Guys who want to be more playful with their conversation and with their eye contact and conversation, they don't have to be fully focused the entire time. It's okay to right. break I'm away. Really don't look at her start. boobs. Yeah, I was, yeah I, was, say, I was just gonna say because I want to talk about her. the creep fact. Yeah, yeah. Do not yeah. look at her boobs. There's a guy in the corner who's just staring. Yeah, he's stares masturbating in his head and stares, yeah. and then he comes up to her and says, "Hi." That's not good. <laughs> like, right, with those eyes. With the eyes, it's like like what you were saying, with the eyes like totally open versus one that's smiling. And right. you're literally like it's kind of almost like a squint and a warmness in your eyes. Exactly. Like well, the big eyes that you're be, showing, is it, yeah. it, it feels like you're looking right through me yes. when right. you make those eyes. Because it's like I see your vagina. His mindset should be this, and right. this is with Marnie. His mindset is this. When I walk up to a woman, I think all the time, my God, I want to floss with her tampon. You know, it's what? mine. I'm going to pull that thing out. It's a Ew. sexual, going back to the tampon thing, but it's a sexual thing <laughs> that, that a lot of guys... Reach He's trying to make it all full circle. But, but, but it's a sexual, Where's the comedian? That's it, like a yeah. comedy faux pas. It's a, sexual, it's a sexual energy that these guys don't have, okay? And the fact of the matter is, is that when you walk over to a woman, we're just primal beings. That's all we are, cavemen and cavewoman. So when I tell a guy to walk over, just picture that you are the you are the key to her having the best orgasm she's ever had. And if but you I don't think... I'm disagreeing way. with you. I don't go out when I was thinking... And I didn't go like, God, I want to meet a guy to give me the best orgasm ever. It's not you. It's the men who have no sexual energy. It's not talking but about I women, okay? But I wouldn't want to be pursued by a guy. I felt... Ah, but it's a twinkle and a smile in their eyes. It's nothing else. He, he's these trying guys to give are, the, these guys the men the mindset. These guys are ice when gives, they walk yeah. over. They don't but, create any emotion in you. So if they've got some type of sexual energy, and if you've coached these guys and you've come to a boot yeah. camp, 10, eight, eight, 90% of these guys walk around with zero sexual energy. So giving them some type of sexual energy makes well, you, it Well, you, you can play that down a little bit. Like, I I tell guys to think yeah, in their head like, down. okay, I know you want me. I yeah, want that's you. Totally different. And that's you're, what's going on inside your I head. Guess. So you have that small smile on yeah, your face while you're talking. Yeah, it's the sexual energy. But I feel like I can tell the difference. You guys, ladies can back me up. If a guy comes on to me with the, the too overt energy of like, 
I want to, you know, I want to bed you. Right. It gives it gives a lot that makes of me uncomfortable. the creeper the creeper effect. So I, I think you guys are actually saying the same thing. It's just mm-hmm. from different experiences. Yeah. Right. So right. David's right. David's dealing with people who are so far to the left. Right. That when yeah. you or the right yeah, brain. Yeah, or, yeah, they're so far to the wrong side of the brain that when he says you should go all the way over here, they end up in the middle. Whereas the yeah. guys that you've got experience with are the guys that were too far on the other they're side. Too far. The yeah. We bring them the back the other yeah. direction. We, we bring back. Thank yeah. God. They just all need to go talk to David and Adam. There and you go. And me. In terms of, of eye contact when you're actually in conversation, something that I found that helps, and I actually learned this, I did this whole qualification thing through the body language school, and one of the big things that can help with eyesight, I love what you said about smile with your eyes, but a really powerful thing to do is actually if you, smi- if you lock eye contact, smile, and tilt your head to the side, it creates a very non-aggressive smile. The it puppy look dog. Creepy. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's the slight tilt of the head. Naturally, you'll find most, yeah, most, uh, most guys who are natural with women will tilt their head to the side as they approach and talk to her. So a yeah, smile softer. on the head tilt helps. Well, Look and you know what David bit, said about... So George Clooney, glance down, glance up. You get it. What yeah. David said about wanting to floss with a woman's... Um, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> NPR had the craziest... This American Life had the craziest podcast on a woman who had who became transgender and became a man. She actually got the hormones and the surgery and the whole night. Mm-hmm. So she had been a lesbian and she'd been totally into women and totally into sex before, but on testosterone, she could not believe her brain. She said her brain became a constant porn site and she was so shocked as someone who had a brain that before was like oh that woman's attractive oh i like her dress oh who was suddenly like seeing constant porn and so she said ladies we have no idea as women what men think Mm -hmm. and what they go through and how they can't even help it and how their minds are just like sex 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 so anyway, that so was David's not so interesting. Okay, so Matt, <laughs> Matt, I hope that answers your question. All right, on we to the next question. I would like to know if it's possible for an older man and a beautiful younger woman to be in love. Here Jerry, it comes. Does he have money? Of course. Oh, no. <laughs> does he look like? Is he a good-looking guy, or is he a typical older guy that comes around with it? You know, when he's got the comb over, okay, and he's 35, 40 pounds overweight, and he says, "I'm only attracted to women that are 30 years younger." Well, they got to be attracted to you, dude. They haven't been attracted to you ever. It's like this male fantasy that these guys have. They all want to be Clooney. They all want to be Bond, but they look like Elmer Fudd. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is, it's like a woman is... It's all about attitude. It's like not about this is this is where these guys are so outcome derived to the end game. They don't think that women exist in this equation at all. They don't even respect a woman's attractive choices at all. So they just want this piece of ass because they've never had it and they're still looking for validation from when they were 22 years old and they were their nerdy accountant and they were jerking off way too many times and they had to marry the first girl that came their direction. They spit out the kids and then they're still the same nerd, but they're still this frustrated guy that really wants that validation of that beautiful woman and they need a grow up just a little bit. So Marnie, what do you think? <laughs> um, um, uh, no, I think, well, I'm not an ageist. Okay. So I believe that there are some older men who are really um, have a lot of vitality and they are smart and they sex keep, appeal. Come on, tell they, it like it is. No, no, no. They take care of themselves, and then I don't know if a 25 year old is going to want to date a 70 year old. But I think that there's plenty of women in their 50s that would want to date someone that. Was, I think there's plenty of women in their 40s that would want yeah, to date a 70 year old. Yeah, as long as I, I feel like uh, it's all about vitality and mindset. Yeah, right. I, so I agree. if you and ball length, you don't. The want Marnies are on the same page with this. Yeah. Yeah, what about well, you, uh, that's sort of obvious, but I feel like so many people, men and women, rule out because of age or income or all these things that have nothing to do with who they are as a person and their connection. Exactly. So I would say, you know, 
sort of like Adam was saying, there's a lot of extraneous circumstances we don't know the answers to. But if everything else is in order, then the answer would be sure. Why not? Absolutely. And really just listen to Howard Stern because he has panels like that all the time where the chick is 23 and the guy's 68 and he doesn't have money in their mouth. <laughs> exactly. I think it's totally possible. So, Adam, what do you think? I mean, look, this is one of those ones, again, you, you look at the question, it's like the easiest thing to answer. And actually, we have the tools around this table right now to answer it. The question is, is it possible for an older man and a beautiful woman to be in love? Just, is that possible? Yes. And it comes down to, and I, I, I hate to throw this guy under the bus, but, David, has a younger woman ever been in love with you? And have you been in love with her? Yes. There we go. That's there the answer. You go. Yes, it's possible. Simple 100%. answer. 100%. David okay. is living proof. And it, so there you go, Jerry. You wouldn't think he was older, but in the nicest way, with all respect, David is older. But it's also, added, it's also, but it's their confidence and their mindset. It's not, sure. the, it's not the trophy, and they look at it as a trophy. And this question is trophy-based. This question is not yeah. emotionally based. This is the guy, and just from my experience and Adam's experience and Marnie's too, and Kim's and all of us, it's like this is the frustrated guy, okay, that's been frustrated for 30 years and really wants that trophy finally. It's not about... To me, I mean, I, I've had no problem acquiring women my entire life. I was talking to some woman the other day that was 24, and I realized it's like you're really cute and stuff, but you said something that was very 24, like she was going to go celebrate St. Patrick's Day and she was Persian. you know. And I was thinking to myself, God, you're young, you're cute, and I just lost interest in you. So it's like, and I don't need the trophy. So it's a matter of what you really want. What's your objection to it? Are you looking for real love because it's based on who that person really is, or are you looking for it because of a superficial need to bang a younger woman to validate yourself to your troop of guys, okay? because well, you want to have sex with somebody who has boobs that stay yeah, but, up in a tight the, ass. But the women want right. to have sex with somebody whose balls aren't stapled to their knees, you know? I right. mean, so... Like it works. I don't think it's ways. always a trophy situation. I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. And and by the way, if you're that guy and you haven't been with that woman, and it's going to make you feel more confident to go out and bang a bunch of hot young women, go do that. And then when you're bored of it, like David was talking about, and you want to play with a grown up, then go do that. Like I I genuinely believe, and like I like I'm I'm a dating coach myself, and I genuinely believe anyone who is like an older guy that like you should just just. Do everything you can to listen to everything David Wagon says. Like he's like, the, if I if I am if I am half as attractive. So if as you're David, okay, like, so here's the message: if you're old, <laughs> listen to David Wagon. No, 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 yeah, really it doesn't matter. Okay. Same thing, but he's dead. Perfect. Yeah. All right, here is a question from Aaron from San Jose. Hi, ladies and other assorted peoples. Love the show, longtime listener. I will readily admit that I'm not the most attractive guy and had a hard time meeting women. Finally, I have met an awesome gal and have been dating her for six months. My question for you is that since I have started dating her, I have noticed that other women have been flirting with me, similar to what Carol was talking about before, having that ring. Exactly, that that ring. um, Have been flirting with me at a much higher rate uh, than while I was single. And while I have no intention of cheating at all, I find it both perplexing and amusing why this is so. How come this seems to be the case and how can single guys use this information to help them out? Aaron from San Jose. That's so kind of Aaron. He wants to spread the love. This question is actually literally hits right on the entire principle of, that I came out with when I first started teaching this stuff and the thing that I noticed, which was pre-selection. I became obsessed with it. And I found every single scientific study. And one of my favorite studies that I found was this guy, uh, oh, this psychologist, and I forget his name right now, but he found, uh, he got a photograph of a man and went up to women and said, on a scale of one to 10, how attractive is this man? And he got the, the results came in. That's, the t- same, that's Tinder now. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> well, he got the same photograph and went up to a, a different group of women and said, on a scale of one to 10, how attractive is this 
married man and he gained two additional points on where really? he was so if he was a six and, to eight. and and the reason i know this study story is because we duplicated it and we did it ourselves and found exactly the same results guys would go from a six to an eight from a seven to a nine it was almost always so you know pre-selection is worth like 20 percent of your overall total attractiveness to a female oh, oh i gotta add to that i mean there was this woman i was talking to in the gym today so there's other woman that was do there you work said, out at the gym yeah so i said <laughs> yeah I, said, I don't look this damn good without working out so the um I was talking to this woman. He walks right? at a two incline on the. the very <laughs> so I'm talking to this woman, and there was this other woman that I didn't know. I said, I don't know her. I said, Who is she? And she started telling me. She said, She's an ex party girl. She's getting married. This guy, she found this dream guy. I said, Why is he a dream guy? Oh, God. When she went over to his house for the very, very first time, he had pictures of him and his kids all over the walls. And she fell. I mean, it's like, and I walk around with my daughter, and it's like people will stop and go, like this. It is. You go up. When you can show a sign of being a committed man sure. that, right. you know, it starts with the puppy and then it starts with the, you know, being a divorced guy, which isn't bad, and then having a child and being a good dad. It's like you're showing a woman that you're actually a commit, committed person. That's why you become so much more attractive. Well, that's half of them. it. Like what, but also what Carol was talking about before, it's like it's, it gives you this freedom because you're like, okay, I'm taken yeah, already. It's totally. this extra boost of confidence saying I'm not that invested in you. I and won't be crushed if you don't say yes reaction. to me. Uh, when you were reading the question of the panel was, oh, well, the guy's happier now and he's more confident Absolutely. now and he's not coming off as desperate and, and needy. needy. Right. So he, he's got a better spring in his step. Than he so how, how do other single guys use this information to help them out? So exactly what you guys just said. Don't express neediness. Don't express eagerness. And try and be a little bit calm, cool, and collected. So instead it, of it, having another significant other. Yeah, it's so much easier it, than you Just go, in, go, into, go into pick a restaurant you're going to go into every single day. Sit at the counter. Have lunch. Flirt with all the waitresses. Start talking to people. Yeah. And well, then all of a sudden you have all the Build a good life that, you're, your that you're happy about. Yeah. That's, you don't have to have the satisfaction with another person. You can have a satisfaction by with having. Others. cool life and with others exactly. you know I, I want to say when i when i go out with people and i coach like like david and, and adam and i see it in action there's an energetic thing that happens it's push rather than pull yeah. and pull rather than push and what i tell people all the time the reason why they're not attracting a lot of people is that they're they're chasing after it they're going at there's the sense of like uh, 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 like this hunt that's going on that's so, not attractive when you are solid within yourself you attract people and you pull it to you and even in the body language you can see it so when a guy is committed or that letting go there's a relaxation that's happening in the body that pulls people to you and you see it just like in parties yeah. all the time it, it, it's just an energetic thing I actually, well. I, I, actually cheat. I do a similar thing to David but um, I, I sort of like went a step further and now uh, I befriend lipstick lesbians on purpose and when I go out to a bar, I don't go out with guys. I, I, in general, actually, I don't really like guy company. I much prefer female company. So I'll befriend a group of lipstick lesbians, and I'll go and hang out with them. And so when, when me, women meet me in a bar, they'll think I'm a couple, and they'll think it's me and the girl. And then throughout the conversation, she'll talk about her girlfriend. And she'll go, wait, I thought you guys were together. I go, no, go, God, this is it's my really good friend. She's and got she's a girlfriend. touching you the whole time. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I've, yeah, I've already, great. and it's over. And uh, that's what I, I do, and I start preaching. See, there you go. That's what people should do. You can actually turn a woman's attraction to switch. If she's not attracted to you at first, and then she sees you, just like the little four-year-old sees you with other women, she yeah, could be what a thirty. She could be a thirty-year-old woman, and all of a sudden she starts going, "Oh my God!" It's like she'll start flirting and touching you, and flirting and touching you. It's just, 
Everybody wants what everybody else wants. Oh, for sure. Okay, here's the last question from Trent. Okay, so I have a question. One of the girls I had a one-night stand with, I would like to get to know better. I haven't talked to her in about a week, so to me, for some reason, it would seem a bit awkward reaching out to her again. But is there a correct way to go about asking her out without it being awkward? Because it seems like we already skipped a, sk- skipped a step, if you know what I mean. And he Trent. waited a week, so it's even more awkward. <laughs> so basically, he's saying, yeah, a one-night stand with this girl... I don't know what type of connection they had during this one-night stand other than, like, you know, intercourse. Um, but now he's like, oh, maybe she's interesting. I would like to actually date her and reach out to her again. So how does he How does he do this, Adam? So, uh, it, like, first of all, mistake number one is waiting for the week. Like, if, if you're going to have sex with somebody, you message them straight away. Like, the next day, hey, you know, just so I know, whatever. I, you know, Calm her great down. Night. Just something to let her know that it wasn't just a one-night stand. One-night stands suck, by the way. Like, I, I'm so against them. Sex gets so much better the more you do it. If you're going to go through the hassle of sleeping with somebody on the same night then you might as well go through the hassle of continuing that relationship and enjoying the relationship <laughs> let it bloom and have lots of you know amazing sex. sex yeah and it can be it can be casual you don't have to get in a relationship with somebody however the best way as far as i'm concerned to re-spark up the conversation is so powerful nowadays is find a picture whether it's a meme or whether it's something that you see out and about during every day that strikes your interest and just take the picture and send it to her and be like hey saw this made me think of you hope your week's going well oh, picture texting Ooh, carol let's hear what you have to say i would go even the- Further, yes. I would say to her exactly what he said. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I've been I thinking was, of you that's all. That's what I said. Yeah. I've, been, I've been thinking of you all week. Yeah. That was amazing. I know I we sort of skipped a step. Yeah, we skipped and a step. I, you know, I may seem like I treated it like a booty call, but honestly, let's like back up and let's have a proper date because I really think you're that, cool. That's good so, answer. That's exactly it. Because she's sitting there going, oh God, I hope it wasn't a one night stand, giving up hope that he's not going to call. So I don't really yeah, think, I do you guys not. think there's like a, what? I, 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 I like what you guys are saying, but you're making a really big assumption. And the assumption you're making is that she, she feels the same likes way. him and feels the same way. And, and you can't know that. When you send someone the picture, you get a gauge on how she feels about it. Because for her, I mean, there are women out there that just want to get it on and that's it. And they want to move on. And they're like, you know what? It was drunk. I'm going to put that down as a drunken mistake. And I'm going to go back to my boyfriend now. And she may not appreciate receiving a text that looks like that. I don't know how I would respond if you sent me a picture. Yeah. Either I would way, you know what? Picture. I wouldn't really like it. Here's the deal. Like, maybe think of you why are you thinking of me uh, that's the honest truth but i guess it depends on how i felt about him but if he said some other like cheeky sarcastic comment first and then maybe went into what carol was saying then i would be more engaged so i, I like what what adam just said is to see how playful she's going to be back back to you so if she doesn't respond for like a day and a half then you know she's not interested right, so yeah but then gauge it before before yeah. anything well, but even if she only thought as a booty call too i just see there's no there's nothing to lose I doing what i suggested yep. and i will tell you the hottest chicks i know that ended up married and committed to guys had men that were like you you're it i'm sure we're doing this it's on they weren't treated like the guy didn't care and the guy wasn't invested well, we are t- totally touched when a man's invested it's the vulnerability yeah. that we're yeah. all afraid of that's what it is we're all afraid of vulnerability we're all thinking for the right thing to say and if you think about it marnie's thing is right adam's thing is right your thing is right carol's thing is right everything is right because it all comes from everybody's authentic place yeah. right so we fear that authenticity to me it's like put out whatever you feel I agree. and be honest and raw and open and vulnerable. If it doesn't work out, then you're living an honest, raw, authentic, vulnerable life. And you know what? Eventually what happens is, is that the universe will reward
reward you with the most amazing, incredible woman. Be honest with who you are. And that's what I think everybody has a lot of trouble being. They're always looking for the right answer instead of the answer that feels right to them. And beyond I think that's that, great. they're so worried about how the other person feels and thinks instead of really looking at themselves and how they feel. Like, take what responsibility they want. of what you want throw it out there and be vulnerable and authentic and the rest doesn't matter if she doesn't respond oh well moving on but i agree in that you don't want to be like needy like oh my god i've been too afraid to contact i'm terrified there's a difference between being emotional and expressing an emotion so i I think what you guys will say is absolutely perfect like as long as you're coming from a place of genuineness it doesn't matter like because it's irrelevant because you get it out there and it doesn't whichever yeah exactly well that was a perfect end to our expert panel our first ever expert panel. so i wanted to go through every and just say like who you are again, where to find you, and then we will wrap up this show. Marnie Batista, datingwithdignity.com. I'm Adam Lyons, and I give away free advice on my YouTube channel every day, which you can find at thedatingcoach.com. Kimberly Seltzer at Elite Image Makeovers with an S.com. Carol Allen, love is in the stars. David Wygant, Adam Lyons' older brother. You can find me at davidwygant.com where, where, where you will see what women really want in a free video. Oh, there you Gift go. to you, to me. Or there to you me, go. To, to well, thank you them. so much for being here, guys. And that is the end of our show. You can, you can download new episodes of the Ask Women podcast every Thursday from podcast1.com. That's podcast1.com. Or on iTunes, you can also get it. Uh, to support the show and keep us on the air, please go to winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. Buy tons of shit there. Shit you don't need. Shit you want. Whatever you want. Go buy it there. Buy it through our link so that we can stay on the air and keep giving you amazing advice. And we will see you next week. 